0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Space News by SpaceIndustryNews.com. My name is Will, and today we're going to be talking about SpaceX's Starlink Internet Constellation. Also, some NASA astronauts tried on the newest SpaceX suits. And there's also some service modules that are European-built have arrived in the U.S. for the first Orion moon mission. So first, let's talk about SpaceX's Starlink internet constellation. Basically, what they're going to be doing is shooting up a bunch of satellites. These satellites are going to provide global internet. So all of this uh, information, all the information that's on the internet, will be available to everybody at any time due to these satellites. Now, um... According to Teslarati.com, they said it's a license to print money. And there's a professor, Mark Handley, um, had said, the Starlink Internet Satellite Constellation has the potential to significantly disrupt the global networking economy and infrastructure and do so with as little as a third of the initial proposals, 4,425 satellites. That's a lot of satellites, man. Four thousand four hundred twenty-five satellites. Um, let's talk about <laughs> what happens when one of the, when all of those satellites get decommissioned. That's a lot of stuff up in space. Hopefully, they'll deorbit, fine and burn up in the atmosphere, and it'll be you know totally fine. But that's a lot of stuff up in space. Um, so a step or so further. This is according to Tesla, uh Doctor Hanley, according to the University College London. Colleague suspects that a network like that proposed by SpaceX could rapidly become quote, a license to print money, thanks to the tangible benefits it would provide financial institutions and banks. Um, as of today, shaving mere milliseconds off communications uh, can be a serious competitive advantages advantage for traders. So, these low Earth orbit satellites will be providing internet access to those who don't have internet access right now and traders all over the world as opposed to getting you know high latencies from a trip around the world with uh, the current internet system supposedly this satellite system is going to make it much faster more connected and the um the benefits Greatly outweigh, you know, the negatives of it. Because if you think about it, these satellites—I'm not sure how they're going to be funded or how how they're going to make money, or if they want to make money. SpaceX is probably just doing this because they can. It's sort of like sending a Tesla out into outer space on a rocket, like, just because they can. Um, they might rent space on these satellites. Might I don't know. But think about current ISPs, cable internet, satellite internet. Um, The current ISPs, if these satellites work and they're able to connect to the current infrastructure of the internet, and we're able to go to the same sort of, you know, websites, YouTube and Google and wherever else you go, Reddit, then, um, you know, it's a huge disruptor for our current internet and... Um, if they charge any sort of money for it, it's going to, uh, probably net them a ton, ton of money just to, just probably to pay the bills, you know, probably to pay for the the mission to Mars. Like this is another way for them to make money. So Elon Musk and SpaceX can start sending people and things to Mars in the near future. So hopefully, uh, all goes well. And this thing works out. I mean, 4,425 orbiting satellites, they're going to be in low Earth orbit. So, you know, it's like, just think about how we live right now. That's kind of crazy that a company has the ability to do that, that they can send up that many satellites and provide global internet access. Now, that being said, um, NASA also tried out some spacesuits um, inside the Crew Dragon, the SpaceX spacesuits. Um, NASA astronauts Bob Benkin and Doug Hurley kitted themselves up in in, uh, SpaceX's sleek spacesuits and tested them out inside the Crew Dragon spacecraft built by SpaceX. Um, So, NASA Commercial Crew, uh, you can check them out on Twitter, at commercial underscore crew. Um, They have a video of these guys hanging out in there. And it shows... Um, Benkin and Hurley, with their visors in both the up and down positions, chatting and exploring the screens and controls in front of them. And um, But before the spacecraft can launch with humans on board, the crew has to pass all the on-ground tests, so this is part of that. Um, which includes getting the astronauts comfortable working inside the capsule and, you know, making sure that everything works right. You know, there's touchscreens in there, so... Making sure that all the equipment works well with all the other equipment. So the gloves on the spacesuits have to work well with the touchscreens, and um, they have to be able to maneuver around properly in the capsule to do all the things that they need to do to pilot this thing back to Earth, and to uh, hang out in there, you know, and talk about work at the water cooler, you know, in space, as they're floating around and uh, flying back to Earth <laughs> this thing. Uh, Yeah, so they're getting comfortable with that. And also, speaking of NASA, um, there's a European-built service module that's arrived in the U.S. for the first Orion moon mission. Now, um, so the powerhouse that will help NASA's Orion spacecraft venture beyond the moon is finally stateside the European built service module that will propel power and cool during Orion's flight to the moon. an exploration Mission 1 arrived from Germany at the agency's Kennedy Space Center in Florida uh, to begin outfitting, integration and testing with the new crew module and other Orion elements. So this rocket system, um, the service sorry, the service module, it'll be responsible for in space maneuvering throughout the mission, including course corrections. And the service module will also provide the powerful burns to insert Orion into lunar orbit, and again to get out of lunar orbit and return safely to Earth. Um, it's provided by ESA, the European Sur- uh, Space Agency, and built by ESA's prime contractor Airbus of uh, Bremen, Germany. Uh, NASA's prime contractor for Orion, Lockheed Martin, built the crew module and other elements of the spacecraft. Um, so a NASA spokesperson said we have a strong foundation of cooperation with ESA through the International Space Station Partnership and the arrival of the service module signifies that our international collaboration extends to our deep space human exploration efforts as well. So this thing, will, uh, to break it down. It's going to be able to maneuver our our capsule. It's going to be able to maneuver our spacecraft uh, in and out of lunar orbit <clears throat> excuse me and it will safely bring humans and other things to and from the moon so this is uh, it's all stateside now we're doing some tests on it I'm sure I'm sure and they're going over a bunch of uh, logistics on it and I'm sure they're they are testing it to make sure everything's okay and then they're going to move on to the next phase um, so for now that's it for space news um But I will be providing another podcast for you guys tomorrow. This is kind of a short one. I apologize for that. but tomorrow will be a little bit longer. Normal normal size. This is a uh, this is a shrinky dank size today. So I want to say thank you to everybody who's supported the podcast. If you want to support the podcast yourself, you can A give us a star rating um, if you really like it. If you want to leave a comment, that would be even greater. Um, also, if you are willing and inclined, um, you can, uh, there's a link in our description and you can click on that. It's for anchor.fm. That's the link. Click on that, check that out. And there's a way to financially support the pod so I can continue doing these things for you guys every single day. So I appreciate your guys' support. And I will see you tomorrow. My name is Will, signing off from the Space News.